0: The Conjuring and Saw X are coming to Six Flags Magic Mountain this Halloween season. That's coming up on today's show. From the Haunted Attraction Network, I'm Philip, and this is day one of our 61 day Hauntathon, where we're counting down to Halloween by celebrating haunted houses daily via videos, podcasts, and in person experiences. Since this podcast is only one part of the Hauntathon, the best way to follow everything is by subscribing to our newsletter at the link in our show notes. And remember, the best way that you can support us this Halloween season is by sharing our Hauntathon with someone you think will enjoy it. Today, we'll hear from the creative team at Six Flags Magic Mountain about the design process for this year's Fright Fest, and their expansion into IP with Mazes based on The Conjuring and Saw X. This panel was recorded live during Midsummer Scream on Sunday, July 30th in Long Beach. Enjoy. <laughs>
1: Welcome to the stage, Manager of Entertainment and Events for Six Flags Magic Mountain, Michael Ostrom. Entertainment and Events Senior Creative Supervisor for Six Flags Magic Mountain, Mark Wing. And Prosthetic Designer and Artist Mentor at the Scream Team for Six Flags Magic Mountain, Scott Ramp. What's up, Midsummer Scream?
2: How y'all doing today? All right. Yeah, sounds like there's a lot of you, I can't really tell, these lights are pretty bright, but that's great. <laughs> I'll be all here to celebrate the 30th anniversary of Fright Fest with us. <laughs> so we're not here just to announce an announcement today. We're gonna, by the end of this event, we're gonna tell you everything that is happening with Fright Fest in 2023, so you'll have all the details by the end of our presentation. <laughs> so. Again, my name is Michael Ostrom. I'm the uh, entertainment events manager.
1: I'm Mark Wing, uh, 13 years as creative director.
3: <laughs> <do you> <laughs> and I'm Scott Ramp, and I've been there all 30 years doing the makeup.
2: All right, let's get this started. So we wanted to go back and talk a little bit about the the origins and the history of Fright Fest. and uh, started way back in 1933, 1993, I shouldn't say way back, sorry Scott, 1993. Um, but Scott, why don't you tell us a little bit about those first years when you, when you were
3: around. Uh... We'll come back a little bit later to, show, to talk about how the makeup started, but essentially I've been doing this since 1993 when it first started, and it was a very small event, and it has grown exponentially as it's gone along, and so have our techniques, so have our talents, so have our makeup artists. Look at baby Scott. Look. There's some baby pictures of me in there, yeah. <laughs> I was twelve.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Scott, you wanna tell us a little bit about the, the first iterations here of our, our This is clown? actually
3: our very first first year and this was our very first clown and it was an actor by the name of Dave Baker and he was Bluebell. And then there's a, the one on the bottom left with his eyes. He was a little iteration a couple years later. But that was our very first uh, very first Gotham City back before it was DC Universe. And uh, Dave was our very first clown. And from that point on, we figured out that clowns work. <laughs> clowns are scary. So we that's become sort of uh, thing. a thing for Six Flags and a thing for me. So <laughs> hey. Yeah,
1: and a lot of people don't know that, um, obviously, Fry Fest also started. Um, as a little haunted house, um, if you're familiar with the parking lot, um, our overflow lot used to be a, an old house of sort, kind of reminiscent of what we did now with Willoughby's. And so it started out there and grew the next year even bigger. And that's when it officially, uh, year started in 1993. So yeah, started from one house to many, many now.
2: <laughs> many, many more. You can see here in the, on this slide a lot of the, uh, the progression and what we've done with, with Scott and the Scream team and character development. And uh, Mark, why don't you talk to us a little bit about your process with, uh, creative, um, with, with our costume design, character development, and we'll-
1: um, Yeah, it all starts obviously with an idea. We also look at what's big and happening that year um for some of the characters that you see in the concept wise all of them have come to fruition uh, we have our ringmaster and, and it's not a boy anymore she is a lady um yes and she's in the crowd house right now actually <laughs> performed by an amazing uh cast member by meva um obviously our leviathan which we introduced last year um to, with our devil's triangle area located in the main gate area and then Dead Zone, obviously, was a popular area when we announced that one, Um, and that's our cyberpunk themed area with uh, light-up elements and all different types of fun things, and a lot of those light-up elements and innovation also came from one of our makeup artists as well over the years, and uh, I think she's in here, Miss Antonina Anderson, so, yeah. I think
2: we got a few makeup artists and part of our tech crew here, so thank you to all you guys out there for pulling this all together. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like everything else, it starts with an idea. We go do a concept. Sometimes it's many ideas. Uh, One of the things that we take pride in with us uh, at Magic Mountain is that we bring... Our creative team is actually made up of our um, our cast members, our techs, our um, what's called makeup artists, um, and our costume uh, folks as well. Um, So we work as an amazing team. That is our creative team, and I'm proud to say that. And a lot of the ideas also come from them, and we create some unique, entertaining um, creatures and attractions. So, yeah. There's some uh, concept art here
2: that you guys all worked together on in the, in the past. and some. Yeah, and we bases. also
1: get to work with some amazing companies. So a shout out to all of the companies, including Little Spider Creations, Mike O2, um, let's call it, a, um, oh my gosh, there's just been so many over the years um, that we're excited to work with. And thank you guys for being a part of it and our history. So thank you guys.
2: We'll have some more to talk about with that a little bit as well so i'm excited about that so scott let's uh let's move back over to the makeup side and i want to talk about some of the progression that that you've led here at the park and uh and some of the your design technique and what inspires you and that kind of thing
3: the makeup the makeup is the one thing that makes six flags uh different from a lot of the other events because we i make prosthetics. That's what I do for a living. I make prosthetics. So all of our characters, a a very large percentage of our characters, especially all of our walk-around characters, are in prosthetics. They're not in masks. uh, They're not in ordinary makeups. And that little thing right there makes a world of difference. And I've also prided myself in the fact that as we've gotten further along all of the makeup artists that i've we've been able to bring in we've become such a good team that people come up with different ideas we share ideas we you know i've taught this for 30 30-something years. Um, I'm, I'm also like, re- I'm really proud to say that some of my makeup artists over the years that have come and gone with us, uh, one of the girls that first started with me as a student of mine, she wasn't even a makeup artist, and I trained her, uh, she went on and won an Oscar for Best Makeup, and we've had several people that have won Emmys, uh, one of them even on the bottom right there, Mo. Um, we've had several people that are Emmy winners. So um, if you work with us up at Six Flags, we're sort of Oscar and Emmy winning training ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, not not bad. Not bad. <laughs> um and it's a lot of fun. And it's it's really the it's a combination like Mark said. It's a combination of the designers and the 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 the, the, uh, the operations people and the talent and sometimes the the talent come up with an idea and an artist works with it and before you know it we like well, one of our people in here tonight, Haiti, uh, she's, she's in a different outfit tonight, but one of our stilt ladies uh, came up with her own wonderful character, and this year there's gonna, she's going to have a twin. So that's going to be even better. So we have all, that's just, we have a, we have a great bunch of people. We started out very, uh, you know, way back when, 30 years ago, with, with uh, still with using prosthetics, but using hands and fingers and rubber mask grease and sponges and messy 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 stuff um, in little trailers outside and all that kind of stuff and it's as it's gone on uh, we've gotten better and we've gotten airbrush stations and our makeup area was designed for us actually with all of our electric and and uh, airbrush Compressors and everything else. We've we've done some. We've come a long way from this. Most of these are from like '93, '94.
2: So you came a long way from using uh, the ketchup
3: bottle there, huh? In the (laughs) bottom right corner. Yeah, we used to put we used to put blood in ketchup bottles because it was easy to the the, the fake blood, obviously fake blood. (laughs) And we we even back then had yellow bottles for the mustard that we made a little kind of a pus (laughs) thing. So yeah. It was a bad day in the
2: break room when you guys confused those things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> My hamburger tastes weird.
2: Uh, so now we're moving forward a little bit, and you can start to see some of our more recent characters. And what, what um, Scott started to allude there, too, is um, we, we really pride ourselves on, on allowing our, our and collaborating with our talent to create their own personas and really Im- embody these characters that they want to. And I know there's a few of you out there right now, I think. Yeah, I saw a couple of y'all coming in, but working hand in hand with these people to develop these iconic characters has been a real recipe for success for us. So we're we're happy to to give the opportunity to uh, for for up and coming people who want to get into acting or who just want to get into the the horror industry to um, you know really cut their teeth in it and learn and learn something new and, and work their improvis, uh, improvisational skills and all that kind of
1: stuff. It's very true. Um, like I said, I've been doing this for now 13 years and I've seen little kids when they're I want to come work for you many years ago and they're now working for us as adults. Uh, we have families. Uh, we had a, a great family called the Lackaboo's, um who were amazing. A walk-around team together. So um, it's a big family um, at the park. And I, I've been
3: it. doing it so long that I've seen people come through that now I'm meeting their children, and their children are working. And it Front gets Fest it babies. gets pretty bad when they're like, "You did my grandpa." <laughs> <laughs> Me and and Mark were some of those. I know. That's the other thing. I think think Mike said that when he first came to Fright Fest, he was like a little kid. He wanted to be a slider. And I'm like, I feel old.
2: (laughs) Yeah, no more sliding for me in my future, unfortunately. My knees can't handle it anymore. but. Now, we,
3: we have a wonderful time with the, working with the talent and really putting it together. I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a process. Any of you that's ever seen how we do it, it is crazy back there. If anybody ends up with our VIP tours or something like that, we'll take you backstage and show you how all that stuff is done. But it's, it's pretty insane. There's, I think we have a whole bunch of YouTube videos up probably too, I think.
1: No, there's at least three of them out there. Definitely some really good ones from some of our original cast members and stuff like that and then our innovations over the years. Um, which I'm very proud of that we've innovated. Like as an example, our Nightmares area, which we just celebrated our 10th anniversary last year with Nightmares, um, and a lot of people don't know this, but um, obviously Nightmares is the very first chroma depth 3D scare zone, not a maze, but a scare zone. Um, so it's uh, it took some challenging when we started developing it and testing it and. We were in we for a, a lot minute. of black lights <laughs> a that A lot word? of black lights. It was a reality check, to be honest with yeah. you. Um, but over the years, it started from its like lime greeny color um, to now really detailed, amazing stuff that our makeup artists produce. And we have a whole black light room dedicated in our makeup room um, just for these uh, locations because it's such a popular effect.
2: Couple more iconic characters that you guys have developed yeah, over so the years. Icons. I think people will notice
3: these ones. <laughs> and all of those, all of those performers in there came up with their own creative stuff. Worked with, worked with us. Talked to Mark. Yes. Had an idea. Passed it by him. Passed it by me. We, we. Came up with all these things together, so all these people, this uh, this is I,
1: I like to say that's this, what makes it, us so special. Yeah, this we don't is just their and character. Say, okay, we throw this on you. No, we actually do a lot of creative development. um Example, uh, Lorraine, Lorraine, she's an icon. Our, yeah. You guys will see her out in the uh, outside, I'm at our booth later today. Um, but it, it started as a little haggard orange dress. Yeah bob cut witch to the fabulous thing she is now, so and so shout out you to see her Bobby Eller If you see her at artists. the booth
3: today, she looks more like a
1: typical witch, but when she's yes, in nightmares, actually, she's glow in the dark. Exactly, and uh, Giovanni um, an amazing new artist that just started a couple of years ago with us he developed, he did, he's doing her makeup for this weekend, and the detail I'm telling you, the detail blows, it's our movie quality. I'm super, super, super super proud of the artists that I have working with yes, me, really I you am. are, yeah.
2: Shout out to all them in the back right now. You guys make me look good. (laughs)
1: All
2: right, so now we're going to start getting into a little bit more uh, of our present day. Um, So I'm happy to announce that this year, we have the most nights of Fright Fest ever. 30 nights of Fright starting September 8th, leading all the way to October 31st. So we'll be open some Thursdays, starting the end of September this year. And, and, and we'll love to see you guys out there. More times for you to come visit us. All right, so we're going to jump back to, again, the present. So we've got some returning haunted houses this year. Vault 666, Willoughby's Resurrected, Sewer of Souls, Aftermath 2, and Truth or Dare.
1: And do you mind?
2: We can talk now, Yeah.
1: yeah. So a lot of you, um, we've heard your thoughts. We paid attention. And this year, uh, Truth or Dare is becoming a whole new concept. Um, And it's thanks to our amazing technical team, our supervisory team that are also here. Um, Special shout out to Trevor. I know you're in here. Um, (laughs) But um, it is getting a whole new enhancement. um, And we're super excited to share it with you. We're not going to go into detail, because we want to surprise you, obviously but it has a new, a whole new villain and some really cool stuff happening inside.
2: We're excited about it. Also returning this year are six, seven, excuse me, of our uh, world-famous Scare Zones here. We've got Devil's Triangle, Territory Twisted, Carn of Hell, The Dead Zone, City Under Siege, Nightmares, of course, and Exile Hill. So we can all visit Innocence back up on Exile Hill, and she can freak you all out like she does me. She's not sneaking up on me right now, right? No. Okay. She might
1: be playing with Oliver in the oh, back. God. <laughs> um, and then just a quick little note, too. Um, obviously, it's our 30th anniversary. It's our big birthday. So there's some characters and stuff that we're going to pay a little homage to as well, which we'll get into um, shortly.
2: All right. I think this is probably the part you guys are the most excited for. But I, would I be correct in assuming that we got the to... All right. So here, we're going to let you know what's new. For 2023, yeah. brand new icon character, Nightmare.
1: So, that's just a rough sculpt. Yeah. It's just the rough sculpt. That's a, that's a rough sculpt, but it's an amazing rough sculpt, let me tell you. Um, obviously, yeah, I did the concept of Nightmare. Um, he's our new big baddie. He is the father of all monsters. And uh, you guys want to meet him? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, father of all monsters. Come on out. This is his first time. Can we get house lights real quick? Because I want to see if we can uh, show the detail on this guy. If you can see in the light. Any house lights, please? Bring them up.
3: There we go. There we go.
1: Some light. So yeah, Mr. Nightmare here. Um, He's going to be joining us for our 30th anniversary. And with that, um, we'll go over some new, uh, obviously some fun stuff. He will have a couple of new minions with him as well. Um, And uh, yeah, he will be a part of an, can I say it? Is it okay if I say it? An all new Unleashed. Um, our opening of the night, every night. So we are redesigning that, and we are adding some amazing things. And when we get in shortly in a couple slides, you'll see the reason why we're doing a whole new Unleashed. And introducing this guy as the father of all monsters.
3: All
2: right. Yeah, some amazing work by Scott on the prosthetic design there. Yes. And just a fantastic... And a shout out
1: to our amazing costume team, Kim and her team. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you.
2: All right, we're moving forward. I'm happy to announce back by popular demand from those of you who visited us during Scream Break. We have Condemned House Party. Hey, Margo. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, hold on. Okay, I heard about a party. (laughs) I'm sorry, a Sigma Phi Moo Moo party. Like, like... My kind of party. Are you like your kind of party, A Margo? A house party I could That's oh. it. <laughs> 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 you get, we'll meet you there. You better. You get started. All right? I know you already have, but.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, Margo Rita, our screen break screen queen. So
2: in addition to not only Condemned House Party returning this year, we're super excited to also announce the return of Scream Break in 2024.
1: And that's thanks to all of you. Thank you for coming out. We really do appreciate it, guys. Thank you.
2: We can't you. tell you how much we appreciate the feedback we got from you during that event. Um, truly one of the most special things I've ever been a part of professionally. Um, just seeing the way you guys uh, enjoyed that event, embraced it, came out and supported all the new characters and all the new concepts. It was fantastic and honestly the most fun I've ever had. So I cannot wait to get back out there and do that again next
3: year. Yep.
2: All right. Moving forward. We spoke a little bit about this already, so we kind of hinted at that one, but Truth or Dare is returning with an all new expanded storyline and some new uh, scenic pieces and things like that. Just an enhancement to that maze.
1: And Mark, this is yours. An all new city under siege. (laughs) We are so excited and we're so happy we're working with a great company right now um, and we're redeveloping. It's gonna be one of our most innovative um, areas we've ever done with uh, the most innovative theatrical lighting and programming with our amazing lighting designers, Zach Moore um, of Meerkat. Love Zach. Um, and um, something a little special to Scott and I, um, as you will see um, some of the, the, this is a rough concept to be honest with you, um, but we're gonna pay homage to our clowns and our history of Gotham and City Under Siege. and. We're working with an, let's call another great team of artists to create some very cool stylized homage murals um, to the art um, to these amazing artists, actually these actors who have developed Fright Fest over the years. And so heckles and Twitch, love y'all. <laughs> You're gonna be on a bus um, because yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's the only place for you guys to be on, come on now. And it's gonna look amazing in there. We're taking a lot of the vehicles and stuff that we currently have and turning them into clown mobiles of sort with weapons of mass destruction and all that fun stuff. A lot of theatrical, like I said, theatrical lighting, an all new soundtrack um, for the area. Um, and it's gonna be bigger and better than ever. And can I announce the other part of this? I'm looking at my boss for permission on something. Hey. Uh, and we're, we said we're announcing everything, right. right? Yeah, we're announcing it all, man. Go for it. Ladies and gentlemen, Sliders of the Night are returning this year.
3: <laughs> City Under Siege has always been one of, the, one of the favorite places to go in, in, um, at Six Flags. And it, it, if, you, if you know our area and you don't like clowns, come. That's, that's the place to be. And with the slider show, it's going to be wonderful. Yes. Yeah, we're super excited to bring these things forward.
2: So we also want to talk a little bit about expansion of Kids Boo Fest this year. Um, a new festival that we announced last year. We've got uh, some new items coming into the Whistle Stop train, um, which will have a, a new theme and overlay there. Um, and Mark, do you want to talk about our friend there?
1: Say hello to our very first Fright Fest fluffy character, Willoughby the Bat.
2: <laughs> say hello to my
1: he's gonna be very fluffy and He'll very very cute.
2: very huggable <laughs> say hello
3: um. to a little friend <laughs> <laughs> all right so we
2: actually before we move forward want to kind of take a couple minutes and just uh reach out to you guys and see um you know if you guys have any questions for our creative team here um anything about past fright fest experiences or anything like that um So yeah, if anyone's got any questions or anything, I believe we have some mics. So one thing I have to say is that you guys have always been super responsive to guests and listening to feedback. And that's not often the case in a lot of places. So a huge applause for you guys for actually listening to what guests want and what fans want. That's a huge thing. So my question is, is that when you guys do hear, you know, the constructive criticism—well, I hope it would be constructive criticism—when uh, they do come in, how do you approach wanting to either change, fix, or adjust what you've done in order to um, meet guest expectations?
1: We take that very, very seriously, and I can't tell you guys that enough. Um, all of your comments are never unheard. Um, as prime example, Truth or Dare was one of them um, this past year. And um, yeah, we immediately, immediately, what was a week after Holiday in the Park, we started developing and talking about, like, okay, we need to make changes on this. We do it for everything, to be honest with you. Um, Like, nightmares, as it's evolved over the years, it's because also there's been guest comments about, well, why can you have this character and stuff like that? So we've always transitioned our characters. We kept our icons, yes but there's been princesses, um, there's been other like fantasy characters as an example of nightmares, but we have a core group of individuals that have been there for a very long time now that the guests love. Um, And like I said, we never never just rest on anything. Um, We we are always inspired by our fellow um, community, our uh, other parks. And we, like I said, we take it very seriously and we listen to you guys. And if we're in the park, we're Mike and I especially, don't ever be afraid to come up to us and talk to us and ask us questions. We're always open to you guys um, and listening to you guys. And that's something we really do take to heart because we really do care of our product and what we present um, to you guys every year.
2: There's really nothing I, I just to reiterate. Nothing I love more than talking with you guys about our event and seeing your passion for what we do is the most fun part of our job. And and from constructive criticisms to also compliments that that lead our our uh, uh, you know our creative direction. If we hadn't got the response necessarily from you guys about Scream Break and about Condemned House Party, we may not have been doing that exactly. this year. But it was such a hit. And at the moment the moment the first couple of groups started coming out of, of House Party during Scream Break and coming up to me, I was standing at the exit and explaining how, um, how much they loved it. I turned to Mark and I said, oh, God, Mark, we created a problem. <laughs> I was like, we can't take this away. Nope. There's no
1: way. No, but especially like, uh, yeah, we definitely saw those comments. We read all of your comments. We see all of your videos. Um, and <laughs> I was like, oh, this is a reality check. We need to bring this back. <laughs> we Don't are. ever say sorry. We love it. We love it. We Gosh. are, Yeah,
2: we are YouTube uh, and podcast junkies on the creative team here. So we love hearing what you yeah. all have to say. <laughs> and we're all... Fall- We're all following everything that's going on
1: there. And like uh, like with House Party 2, guys, this is our 30th anniversary. This whole event is going to be a party. So we're really excited for that. So don't don't assume it's, yeah, we're going to be scary. We're going to do our thing, but it's going to be a party as well because we want you to have fun. So that's the whole point of this. We're
2: celebrating a birthday party.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, like Scott's saying very secretively. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of new talent this year. And there's a lot of new innovation. There's a lot of new, even with our technical team um, and our um, wardrobe team as well, there's a lot of new minds bring, coming into this now. And we're super excited. We always love fr- uh, fresh blood, so. <laughs>
3: uh, fresh blood.
2: Well, uh, any, uh, any other uh, question? We got right over here. How you doing?
3: I'm doing good. <laughs> Sorry, it's a little hard to talk in this. No problem. Um, my question is: Is Final Scare coming back, or are you bringing back Thriller?
1: <laughs> we only have two options, huh? <laughs> 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 what, what are those Vital two? Final Scare. <laughs> um, I'm gonna be honest with you guys right now. <laughs> that's our walk around Just so you know, that's our scare. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a biased crowd over yes. there. <laughs> Um, you know what? Y'all are going to have to come and see it, and we got we to gotta hold some things back, too, just a little bit, On um, and uh, yeah, you need to come to an, an audition as well, and yeah, get hired. We have one on August 5th, you guys, at the park, so if you're looking, we are casting still.
3: If you want to look really we, cool like some of these people, come be yeah, on one of our spots, people.
2: A few
1: spots left for those good ones. I'm letting you know right now.
2: <laughs> we can say too, as part of the new city under siege, there is a um, a stage returning to that area like we had during scream break. So we'll have some opportunity to do some new entertainment for Fright Fest on that area as well.
1: How you doing? All right. So I got a quick question, Scott. You are, I would say, like the preeminent like makeup artist of theme parks Damn in right. Southern California. <laughs> you do an amazing job. After all of these years, how do you keep it fresh? How do you keep your passion going for these haunts and for these characters? That's
3: a great question. Um, I've been doing this a long time. Obviously, I love Halloween. I can't show you what Halloween tattoos I have, but I do have some. Um, and uh, I just, I every year, I, I sometimes I think I'm going to burn out because I'm not the 12-year-old that you saw in the pictures anymore. Um, but I get back up here, and I see my artists, and I see Mark and, and Mike and what they kind of come to do. And essentially, the thing that gets me going is I literally walk out in the park. I'm, I won't lie. I'm exhausted by November. I'm exhausted. The joke is I get grayer every November. but. I, I don't, I'm never gonna quit this kind of thing. I love this. And what makes it is coming out and watching the reactions with the guests. All I need is one good scare. I can have a crappy day. I can be super tired. I walk out and see one person just ah! and freak out and run or, or the one I call the, the I, I, I don't know what anybody else calls it. I call it ball bearing feet because it looks like somebody just, you know when you get a good scare and their feet just go boom. boom. I just I, I I'll see a couple of those and go okay I could do this again yeah but I but but I've been doing this for just forever and ever and ever and I love it and I love sharing with other other people and other you know even with other parks and and talking about haunts and seeing what's what and if people come up to me with an idea that you know is something I hadn't thought of I'm all like ooh okay so please feel free to bombard me with that. Thank you, but yes, i i yes, thank.
2: I forgot to mention that the raffle winner also gets to see your fri- your Halloween tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Most um, of them. Good good win for you over there. How you doing? I'm doing all right. Um, hi there. Uh, I really enjoy. I think part of what makes Fright Fest so special at Magic Mountain is the whole Voodoo Nights um, uh, show aspect of it, um, and specifically the. The atmospheric um, elements of the park, I think, are just so like strongly developed. Wh- what goes into consideration when it comes to like, you guys are going to build a new facade or a new scare zone? I'm thinking like specifically about when you guys were building Dead Zone for when the whole underground West Coast Racers area was being built. Like, what are the considerations for what is like Fright Fest? What is uh, atmospherically kind of like what you think? It's like that what is, mark a, is that is an amazing question, question. <laughs> um, i'll let Mark chime in here, but oh, I think nice. <laughs> uh, yeah uh, yeah, I'm just gonna any hard ones like that, if you have a hard question over there, it's going straight to Mark and Scott just FYI. Um, but I'll, I'll I'll add to that a little bit. I think that you know it's constantly evolving we're always trying to do something new, but we're we're not afraid to try things in general, so so we you know we push we push boundaries, we go to the edge, we do whatever kind of. Things that maybe other parks wouldn't do. Dead Zone was kind of a kind of a stretch as a good example because we we went out and we, we we went with the cyberpunk theme, which we which we hadn't seen before. We started adding <laughs> to Scott's I'm sure pleasure adding lighting and things to the makeup <laughs> that we were doing and and special um, you know little effects on the talent themselves. But really, we're just trying to do something new each year and try to try to do so. We, us and our tech team, our makeup artists, like we said, we're just such a collaborative uh, uh, department that. Comes Comes up with all these things, and and it's always just trying to not rest on something we've done before, and do something you know that that that's going to excite you guys. Honestly,
1: no, it's it's really with our history as well, not just as Fry Fest, but a theme park. Um, over the years, have a lot of you know we've started. We have first of its kind, or the tallest and largest and fastest. Um, it's part of that innovation. Innovation is a key factor with what we do, um, and Dead Zone at the time there was the the video game that was really, Dead Zone was actually slated to come out in 2020. Obviously we had a situation in 2020. Um, so 2021 we redeveloped and brought it back and made it even bigger and better. And obviously it's also just not, um, the over like the big expenditures, the animatronics, and all that fun stuff. It's stuff that we do with the makeups, the costumes. Shout out to Michelle Lynn, amazing costumer, and she did a, she did all the designing for Dead Zone for the costumes and a lot of the stuff you see for Pride Fest. But. um the big thing um, is it's within the area. It's what we do with foggers. We are, we're always, Our techs are always playing with how we can change things and make it even better and to suit what our theme is for the year. So innovation has always been a key factor with not just Fright Fest, but with Six Flags Magic Mountain as our as our history.
3: That also goes with the question that the guy other guy answered about my thing, how do I keep busy? Is because when you know, having done this now for thirty years, this didn't Fright Fest didn't start out as big as it is. It's it's grown sometimes a little exponentially but it's grown so much and most of the way, reason it's grown is because of the things that the the public has said they wanted to stay open longer they wanted more events uh we went for, there was a period a long time ago where people oh i don't want to be scared so it's like well but you don't get scared and, this, and then finally everybody went no just you're gonna get scared and and you know that and so as we've gotten these people in and gotten more creative and heard more things from the audiences it's just gotten better and better and better and then and that thing we draw more makeup artists we draw more actors we draw more talent and then that draws more audience and you guys are you know and it just it, it continues to grow but it really is collaborative with the people it's not just you know us sitting up here yeah All
2: right, so we'll move forward to our final question real quick, and then we'll move, we'll get this uh, chill on the road here. I'll
3: make it quick. Um, So as a guest who's been coming for years, obviously, you know, with the little ones, and now they're growing, and they're bigger and everything, um, everybody loves the interaction of the characters. The roamers, the scare zone areas. Um, The only thing is, is some people get a little... Uh, rude and annoying so my question is uh, security wise because we don't want to lose the interactions of all the characters that are out there because people love it for that um, so is there any any updates or changes that you guys are thinking of uh, security wise for these scare actors because some people do get a little too much
2: yeah oh luck so I'll give you a little bit, a bit of background about myself. I've worked for, for Six Flags for about 20 years now um, in a variety of different roles before joining the entertainment team. But my first full-time position at Magic Mountain was actually in the security department. So coming from the security background and now working with the team um, and all the talent here and hearing their feedback again and working off of feedback and and doing that we've expanded our 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 escort system for our for our team members we've also expanded security coverage um, and you know other um, forms of law enforcement coverage and things like that so safety is always going to be in the theme park world the number one priority Um, having you know like I said, the security background, but also on the other, on the flip side, having worked as a talent um, a few times here in some of our events and seeing it from that side as well, it really helps us mold how we're protecting people. But it's 100% the first thing that we we think about with our team.
1: Yeah, and uh, let's call it a, definitely. It's it's part of obviously our training. It's a big thing. Um, obviously, common sense is to be. As a performer, it is to be at least arm's distance away from somebody, um, but what's called it, you got to know your distance if you're a, a, one of our walkarounds. And that's why we do have a lot of great retention with our walkarounds because they know what they're doing. They know they're distancing. Unfortunately, yes, we are going to have rude guests here and there. Everybody has them. Um, and it's really up to the talent to just avoid that, get away from that, and obviously report it as quickly and efficiently as possible. So that guest, unfortunately, may not be. Um, able to stay for the remainder of the event so yeah we are constantly evolving and changing that and it really does have to do with our also amazing walk around talent because they know what they're doing um, and then you just got to keep your distance that's the biggest thing
3: and having having done this for so many years i gotta just say you guys obviously this room is full of people that love halloween we all love halloween we don't we don't we understand that that halloween brings some people that act like you know, not yeah. not the grab not and say anything bad up here, but the, but there's some people that are not terribly nice about it. The one thing that I have seen over all my years, not just the thirty doing fright fest, but the other decades before that is is that the crowds are not being, a a lot of people are not willing to let people do that. So sometimes I've actually been out in the park, seen somebody, a jerky person do something, and other crowds go, hey dude, knock it off. You know, they're they're working, and I think that's cool because you guys end up being part of the defenders does that make sense? No, it's should, like it's no, like it's the true. audience is no. I mean I'm not saying you should yeah. do anything but going just say no. No, again having security balance. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> but you shouldn't do anything but I like the fact that the, that the, the 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 crowd is they
1: want you want to be there and you protect them and we yeah. do appreciate that cuz you all have a little bit of an ownership with them as well because you've had so many connections with them. Um, we've seen it and we appreciate it. Um, definitely and thank you all for doing that um, because that means that you care and we're trying to put on a great event and a great product we just want people to come and have fun and enjoy themselves but yes you're going to have the really scared big guy um, that's trying to be tough and you know what we just brush it off and our actors are professionals and they know what they're doing
2: and what I will say too is that is the talent is the heart of Fright Fest without a doubt not a not there's no question so we do everything in our power on the management team to make sure that they're having not only a safe work environment but uh uh, you know an encouraging and and just you know fun work environment as well so us on the management team we're out there every night all night i could show you my apple watch statistics on the uh the amount of laps i do around that park (laughs) um but yeah so it's it's always good um okay i am very excited to announce to all of you today that making its appearance in maze form at Fry Fest
0: 2023
2: is the Conjurer. <laughs> Mark said not to leave to the couple people who were leaving. We had That's some exciting stuff to talk about. <laughs> so We, uh, yeah, I wanted to break through the Q&A first there because we knew we'd be inundated with questions if we uh, dropped some of this knowledge on you guys first. But we'll be at our booth after this to talk through some things if y'all have any questions and stuff. But we're very excited to be partnering with Warner Brothers and bringing this amazing, amazing movie to life at Fry Fest
1: 2023. So... Well, it's our 30th anniversary, right? It's our birthday. And all of you are hardcore fans, and we appreciate and love all of you guys. So for 2023, we are gonna give you a gift. So for 2023, ladies and gentlemen, in maze form, we are bringing you Saw 10 <laughs> to Fright fast. So not one, but two IPs coming to Magic Mountain this year. once again super excited to be
2: partnering with lionsgate on this project and this is going to be one you won't want to miss so we are we are entering our 30 years we wanted to celebrate correctly we are going big at fright fest 2023 So as I mentioned, everybody, that's, uh, that. we'll be down at our booth after this. That, that does wrap up all the surprises so far. So more nights than ever, more mazes than ever, eight mazes this year at, uh, at Six Flags Fright Fest. So come see us. We're excited to see you there. That's it. Welcome to Fright Fest 2023, everybody.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you, guys.
0: Come by we appreciate our booth and talk to us. Thank, thank you, everybody. You thank you. That's gantam.com slash demo. Our Hauntathon team includes Daryl Plunkey, Emily Louise Rua, Megan Spells, Gavin Burns, and Omni Adventures. And our content partners for this year include Attractions Magazine, Creepy Kingdom, Freaks of HHN, Hauntopic Radio, Kevin Heimbach, News TV, Omni Adventures, Scare Track, Sharp Productions, That Halloween Podcast, The Horror of Being Emily, The Scare Factor, and This Weekend with Nick Pagliocchini. The best way you can support us this Halloween season is by sharing our Hauntathon with someone you think will enjoy it. And to follow along to our Hauntathon, sign up for our weekly newsletter at Network.com. We'll catch you back here tomorrow and every day until Halloween. Until next time, stay scary.